Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. United States Treasury Department presents Guest Star with Harry Sosnick and the Defense Bonds Orchestra, yours truly, John Conti, and starring Gene Raymond. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is John Conti, your host for Guest Star, a transcribed feature for Defense Bonds presented by this station as a public service. When it comes to saving, regularity is the secret. Put your saving on a sure, automatic basis by investing in defense bonds through payroll savings where you work or the bond-a-month plan where you bank. In a moment, our star. But first, let's listen as Harry Zosnick leads the defense bonds orchestra in a brilliant arrangement of The Cry of the Wild Goose.
Thank you, Harry. And now, friends, here's our guest, the motion picture favorite, Gene Raymond. He appears in an original guest star dramatic episode entitled The Milk Run. For the performance of Gene Raymond, we take you to Hollywood and our narrator, Rod O'Connor. Bob Allison craved adventure and excitement, and he got his share of it as navigator for a transatlantic airline. As any navigator will tell you, it's the navigator who really flies the plane with sextant, slide rule, black coffee, and prayers. This story begins with a big passenger plane on the runway, ready to take off from Ireland across the Atlantic. At the airport lunch counter, navigator Bob Allison is sounding off over a last-minute cup of coffee. Uh, the milk run again. Flying an empty ship back to the States. Brad, I don't like to navigate a deadhead flight. Why don't you like it? Well, it's such a waste of passenger and cargo space. <laughs> Well, all right. If you want to know the real reason, there's no gal passengers, no pretty stewardesses, no excitement. Now, why did Larry have to go and overshoot the field with that crate? Go through the airport fence so we could fly the ship home for a checkup. A soft, easy job, and you're beefing. <laughs> okay. One good thing is we'll make better time back New York. You know, there's a little brunette in Brooklyn sitting right by the phone waiting for me to call. Yeah, that's what you think. Well, time to shove off. Let's get this milk run over with. Yeah? Just hit the top of the overcast at 6,000. Okay, stay there. I'll give you a new reading in a couple of minutes. Take your time. Just checking out to see if you're still awake. Yeah, I'm awake. Come back to your work. Hey, Joe! Any more hot coffee and... Hey, what goes? Who are you? Never mind. Put up your hands, please. What are you doing on this ship? You guys... I said put up your hands. Stay away from that. Brad! Brad! Stow away. They got Stay guns. That What's that? Lock Don't your cocks this door, Brad. Don't let these guys... Ow. Good work, Gregor. Why didn't you let me shoot the dog? Because this man is the navigator. We may need him. I can navigate the ship. That remains to be seen. You have never handled a ship of this size, nor have I. Tie this man up and put him in the baggage compartment. Yes, that I will be the navigator. Bob! Bob, what's going on? That is the pilot speaking. We must get him and the co-pilot. Arden, better. Up ahead. All the pilot and co-pilot until I take over. <laughs> stowaways, he calls us. We are not stowaways now. This is our ship. Oh, my head. What happened, Bob? Uh, you and I are locked up here in the baggage compartment, Brad. The rest of the crew are tied to the passenger seats. Yeah, but who did it? The gang of men hit on the plane while we were having coffee. Three or four of them, foreigners. They've taken over the ship. Well, they must be crazy. You can't hijack an airliner. Well, they've done it. How long have we been in here? Three or four hours, I guess. <laughs> I was beefing about this dull milk run. No excitement. Nothing happened. <laughs> Gregor, you are an idiot, a fool. But my fingers must be right. Then where is the land we should be sighting? We will soon see it. We are on the right course. That is what you say. But are you sure? I, I, no, I, I am not sure. Uh, better bring in the American navigator and get rid of this blundering fool. No, no, give me one more chance. Oh, <laughs> Uh, 
So you don't know where you are, huh? That's just standing. I am a good pilot. My navigator was at fault. Now you want me to take over, huh? Go and soak your fat head. You will set a proper course for this spot in northern Canada, or you and your comrades will die. So what? We'll die anyhow. You're a bunch of spies trying to get into Canada and America without anybody knowing it. Yes. There is no harm in telling you that. Because you don't intend to let any of us live. So nuts to you. <laughs> that will teach you not to be insolent. Look at this compass heading. Is it correct? Well, how can I tell without... Hey, wait a minute. What's this gadget on the panel? That is my lucky charm. I always hang it on the instrument panel of every ship I fly. Yeah? Well, listen. Your lucky charm is metal. You hung it alongside the compass, you nitwit. Huh? The metal has deflected the needle of the compass. That's why you're not seeing land. I... I did not think of that. Well, you know it now. You're licked, brother. You don't dare try to get a radio bearing. With the sky overcast, you can't see the stars. Without my help, you'll fly till you run out of gas, and we'll all go down together. Well, you've got just one other chance. Drop the gun and give yourself up. If I promise to let you live, will you... No, no, we'll play it my way. Drop the gun. Very well. And this will teach you not to be insolent. Better to keep you quiet while I clean out the other rats on this ship. Well, Bob, you brought us in right on the beam. There's a good old Statue of Liberty. Ah, right, there, old gal. Keep that torch burning, sweetheart. We got a load of guys tied up in this ship that wanted to put it out. Bob, uh, there's one thing I forgot to ask you. How did you induce the leader of the gang, that fellow Ivan, to surrender? I told him he was way off course because that lucky charm he hung by the compass had deflected the needle. <laughs> Listen, you big dope. Metal doesn't have any effect on that type of compass. Yeah, I knew that. But Ivan didn't. Um, hey, you suppose that little brunette in Brooklyn will mind this black eye I got? <laughs> Thank you, Rob. I'm glad you liked it. So is there time for me to say just a word to the audience? All the time in the world. And I know they're looking forward to it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to echo the sentiments of the many other performers who stood before this guest star microphone and told you why they thought it was important for all of us to invest in defense bonds. You know, as I do, that buying bonds is one of the, one of the world's easiest ways of saving. It's certainly one of the safest. When you invest regularly in defense bonds, it doesn't take long to store up a nest egg for emergencies and to help make your future dreams come true. That's why everyone's so enthusiastic about the automatic payroll savings plan, where you work, or the bond-a-month plan, where you bank. Well, either way, you save before you spend. And either way, you invest in your country's defense, as well as in your own future security. Right you are, Gene. And remember, friends, that today defense bonds are even better, with higher interest, and improved terms throughout. Believe me, Rod, I know there's no finer investment in the world. Well, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Gene Raymond, and thanks for being with us. Back in New York, Harry Sosnick in the Defense Bonds Orchestra wind up the show with a special Sosnick arrangement of April in Paris.
During the past quarter hour, you've been listening to Guest Star, a transcribed feature for defense bonds presented by this station every week as a public service. May I express our thanks to Gene Raymond for a fine performance and to the members of his supporting cast, Olan Soule, Ted DeCorsia, and Robert Boone, and to his director, Louis Graff. Next week, we'll have another favorite star and more fine music by Harry Sosnick and the Defense Bonds Orchestra, so we hope you'll be with us. And meanwhile, this is John Conti saying so long, reminding you that defense bonds are a better investment than ever. Sign up for regular saving in bonds through payroll savings where you work or the bond-a-month plan where you bank.